Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone. I am Brett Ridgway, and I want to welcome you to another edition of the Spotlight on Speaking show. And my guest today is Melody Ann Owen. And Melody Ann helps leaders, speakers, and entrepreneurs get unstuck while writing their book and get answers to all their publishing questions without spending hours on Google. That way, they can quickly write a successful book that their ideal clients will want to read, review, and recommend. She's passionate about allowing people to publish a high-quality, valuable book without reinventing the publishing process. Leaders need to focus on providing value without getting bogged down in research and unnecessary to-dos. Melody Ann is the founder of Author Nation, a community for nonfiction authors, and she's also the host of the Author Nation interview podcast, which I was honored to be a guest on fairly recently, so I would encourage you to check out her podcast, Author Nation Interviews. But Melody Ann, welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking show. Hi, Brett. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. So where are you located at, Melody Ann? You're out, you're out I'm west in of Van- Yeah, I'm in Vancouver on the Canadian side of the border. All right. You, you Canucks, man. They're, they're everywhere, I tell you. So. <laughs> All right. So today we want to talk about your speaking journey, Melody Ann, because I know, you know, we first crossed paths, if I, I believe, on a virtual summit possibly a few months ago. And so I met you in the virtual world, but I don't know a lot about your speaking background in terms of live events and all that stuff. So when did you get involved in speaking for the first time? And has it been just as a business building tool or are you selling from the platform or keynoting or what's what's it look like? Yeah, I, I think it's all over the place. So I my first speaking experience, I started teaching years and years and years ago and I was living in Peru I was an instructor at a university in Peru and it's unusual for, especially back then for someone to be able to work in Peru. It was a quite closed off country and uh, Oxford university press found me and said, Oh, you can work here. And they poached me from the university to do a uh, public relations keynotes. So I did the conference circuit. So I did lots of keynotes, teacher trainings, um, you know, workshops. So that was really my, you know, other than teaching, uh, Oxford University Press kind of threw me into the fire um, down in South America. And that was, it was a lot of fun, but it was, it was quite interesting to go from teaching, you know, a, a, a classroom to, you know, speaking in front of a thousand people. So oh, this is a different experience, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah. And since then I, I own my own business now. And so I, I do speak for myself, you know, speaking and selling from stage. 
All right, so you've done all gamuts of speaking. So keynotes, platform selling, just business building, et cetera. Which of those venues do you like playing in the most? Oh, wow. I um I like big crowds. I've also, by the way, done my, I, I'm, I'm a performer, so I've done a solo show as well, storytelling solo show. And I really enjoy that as well. So, but I, I like, I like being on stage and I like big crowds and I like the energy of big crowds. I know that sounds funny. A lot of speakers shy away from that, but I really enjoy uh, a live crowd, a big crowd, an energetic crowd. So what would you say maybe your you know, three or four biggest keys to success as a speaker would have been? Yeah. So I think one, you want to be grounded. You really, really want to be grounded in yourself. It can be, you know, you can almost have, if you're, if you're really nervous and not grounded, you can almost have an out of body experience on the stage. Some speakers walk off the stage and say, I don't even know what I said right? Because they're, they're so afraid. They're so, you know, up in the air. And so the first thing you want to do is get on stage and plant your feet and feel really grounded, right? The second thing I would say, and, and this is for speakers. And it's funny because I just co-facilitated a, a weekend workshop on public speaking. And the, the second thing, a lot of speakers focus on themselves, like, oh, it's me. They're looking at me. They're listening. And what I often say is, you know, what value are you bringing to the audience? Don't think about yourself. You are, you aren't the, the main event. The audience is the main event. Put them in the, the most important position. And what value are you providing to the, to the people who have come? Because that's why they came. They didn't come like, you know, sure. Sometimes, you know, like you go to see Rihanna because you love Rihanna, but when you, when it's about business, you're in the room because you're looking for value, right? And so that would be the next thing. And then finally, a lot of people really think, you know, it's like, it's terrifying up there, but the audience came because they want you to succeed. They want that, that value. They want you to succeed. And so it's not, it's not a, it's not a them and us situation. It is, we are here together doing this together. And so those are the three things I would say that I find helpful when I'm so originally, or not originally, but now you primarily speak on book publishing and all that, I presume. I mean, yes. I, I assume you speak on other things too, but that's your primary focus these days. Yes. So when you first started and got off that, you know, out of that classroom in Peru and got on stages for Oxford, what was the topic then? All right. So the topic then, so it was, I was selling, right? Because Oxford University Press wanted, you know, mm schools and universities to be using their materials down in South America to teach English as a foreign language. Hmm. So the ultimate, the ultimate goal was to sell, but it was done through providing value. So a lot of, you know, understanding what schools were struggling with. It's like, well, we only have three hours of English a week. How do we provide the best value in that short amount of time? And, and then if you can help them, understand how to provide the best value in that short amount of time, then they're like, well, what resources? And it's like, well, Oxford University Press has all these resources for you that you can buy to do that. So it really was about providing value so that they would come back and buy the resources from Oxford U University Press and implement them right. in their English language programs. All right. So on the show, usually we primarily talk about people's speaking journey and their tips to success and mistakes to avoid as a speaker. But obviously you have a lot of experience, Melody Ann, in the book publishing industry. So let, let's go on a slight tangent here and may, maybe share some of your keys to success as an author. 
because mm -hmm. obviously a lot of speakers are authors also. Yes. Uh, actually, you know, the, uh, the one thing I want to say is I see a lot of authors, they, they, you know, they go, they get a big venue, they might have, you know, a hundred, a thousand people. And what they're doing is they're selling their book. And then they go to the back of the room, they, you know, they sell the book, $20, sign the book, off people go, and they never get to speak to that person again. And, you know, how many, how many times do you read a book and they go, oh, I have to reach out to this author. I mean, sometimes you want to, but there's that, there's that separation and you don't reach out to the author. So what I often say to authors is you go on stage and then you go to the back of the room. And the question isn't how many books you can sell for $20. The question is how many people can you build a relationship with that is ongoing and long-term? And if that means having a QR code and saying, hey, here's a QR code, go download the first chapter or go download the checklist or go download the whole book, whatever it happens to be, now they're on your email list. And now you can send them emails like, oh, you know, did you see that? Most people really like chapter three in this particular exercise. Have you gotten there yet? Or, or whatever the emails are, but now you're building relationship. You're not just selling a $20 book. You're using the book to, to bring people into your world rather than just selling it and moving on. And so that's the biggest thing I, I want to leave speakers with, I think. So in your experience, Melody Ann, have you found that people who are putting speakers on stage are wanting them to sell a $20 book or wanting them to sell a higher ticket item or not wanting to sell anything at all? What, what's your experience been? I think it really, really, it, it varies. I have seen some, and I've been to some places where like, you can't sell. You just, you just can't sell. And, and so it's like, okay, can I, can I give a gift of a checklist to, you know, people will be on my email list. And it's like, yes, that's okay, but you can't sell anything. But if I have a, a something I can give them and they're on my email list, then later we can build a relationship and then later I can sell. And then there are, sometimes there are other places and sometimes you, you pay for these spots, right? This is, you're at a summit, and some are free, but then some are paid spots and those are seller spots. And that's when you get to sell. But if you're an author and you're up there and you're just selling a $20 book, you know, what is that long-term? What is that long-term value? They buy $20 book and then they walk away. And again, there's no relationship. There's nothing else. And so even if, and, and some people tell me, look, I'm an authorpreneur, right? I, I don't, I'm not here to like sell a big program in the back. I've got five, six, 10 books. It's like, that's great. You have five, six, 10 books. So you sell one and they walk away and you don't sell the other nine. You still want to build a relationship with your reader so that if they like that first book, they're going to buy the second book and the third book and the fourth book. And one of the best things to do that with is to build a relationship, you know, an email list rather than hoping they'll go to the store and buy your next book. Sure. And you'll also probably make more money that way. If you have, you start selling the books on your website rather than through Barnes and Noble or Amazon or wherever else. And so you can make more money that way as well. Now, obviously, the key, if you're a speaker who's going to sell from the stage, is to find out what that event promoter or host will allow you to do from the stage in advance. Don't surprise them by, you know, offering up something or just trying to capture a bunch of email addresses without them knowing what you're going to be doing ahead of time. So these Absolutely. are all great tips, Melody. And, and, and before we continue, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world and now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world? If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, 
three key things entrepreneurs must master to build a profitable speaking business. To pick up your copy, go to breadridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spotlight on Speaking Show with my guest this week, Melody Ann Owen. And one of my favorite questions to ask Melody is, all right, bear your soul a little bit here and maybe share a couple of mistakes that you made along the way that might be embarrassing, but they would help somebody who's an aspiring speaker learn something that they should not do if they want to succeed in this industry. All right, I'll, I'll share two. Um, one, I was, uh, uh, I was living in Peru and I was being flown out to Bolivia to do a keynote kind of nine o'clock in the morning in Bolivia and La Paz. And so I had to get to the airport really early. I was going to do the one night come, you know, the one day come back. And so I didn't need a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, got to the airport, got to Bolivia. I'm walking along the street and my heel falls off my shoe. And so now I've got one shoe with a heel and one shoe without a heel. And I'm on my way to do a keynote, right? And so what I did was I picked up my other shoe and I wrenched off the other heel. I didn't have time to buy shoes, Brett. I think I had, you know, what do you do? And I literally walked on these heels that were supposed to be heels, but I'd taken the heels off and like threw them in my purse. And then I walked on and I stood on stage, but I didn't move around a lot that talk, Brett. I'll tell you that I kind yeah, of sure. got on stage grounded myself landed myself and didn't move much and then kind of waddled off stage you were like you're like a weeble huh you were wobbling around a little bit yes but here's the thing don't let anything derail you that's the that's the thing i didn't let it i didn't say i I, i'm sorry to the conference organizers all of a sudden i can't do this you know it's either you know, rip off your heels, walk in bare feet or whatever you need to do, but get on stage and, and do it. Right. So, uh, I didn't let it derail me. And I think that was a win, but I felt awkward and embarrassed. And I just like, you know, please don't look at my shoes. <laughs> I, I don't have that problem because my heel collection is like, you know, this many heels. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. How about another one, Melody Ann? Yeah, another time I was uh, I was speaking at the university when I was where I was working and it was one of my very first kind of jobs. And although I became comfortable in the classroom, outside of the classroom wasn't wasn't as comfortable. And we were doing an you know, all the all the staff, like all the teachers and the staff were we were doing this awards thing. And, you know, it was my first year. And I, one teacher, not professor, I was not a professor. It's, I didn't have a doctorate. I was an instructor, but I won the instructor of the year award. And I got up on stage. I don't remember what I said, but I said the stupidest thing. Cause I was, I, I, I didn't think I was going to win, right? I, I'm not, I'm this first year instructor. I'm not going to win anything. I'm just here because somebody's going to win and I'm going to clap for them. I didn't prepare. I had nothing to say. And I think I said something like, I don't think I should have won this. I thought Mariana should have won this. I, I actually said something and, you know, there was this people who I guess who'd chosen me had blushed be, or, you know, I, that was an awful thing to say, right? <laughs> I wasn't, and I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to, to say they made a wrong, wrong choice. I was just so flabbergasted that I had won. And I had no preparation. And I just basically told them they were, they, I was the wrong person. So <laughs> that was a terrible yeah. thing to do. <laughs> so the lesson there is prepare, even if you don't think you're going to need it, essentially. Abs yes. 
that's it. So even if you don't think you're ever going to be called on stage, prepare because you never know. It's like, hey, Brett, can you just give us five minutes about your your business, ship your books, you know, and, and tell us this. And so always have something to say. Prepare. Yes. All right. Very good. So I'd like to take a couple minutes now, Melanie Ann, and give you an opportunity to share a little bit more about what you do for authors and how they can get involved in your world if they so choose. Yeah, thank you. So I'm the founder of Author Nation. Author Nation is a community for nonfiction authors. So about 3% of people who want to write a book actually finish writing a book. It is a very low statistic. And there are a bunch of problems, imposter syndrome, lack of information, feelings of overwhelm. And so what Author Nation does is we sit down with a person who has the idea or a partial manuscript that they're not finished or wherever you happen to be. And we create a roadmap for you. And then you come into the community and within the community, you get the structure you need, you get the resources and the knowledge, you get the accountability, you know, you get all those pieces that when you're doing it on your own, you don't get. And that's where you, that's where people kind of fall down and not finish. So we provide all of those pieces so that people actually finish the book in a streamlined way. And a lot of people struggle and, and they like, they hate the process of writing the book because it's lonely and there's, you know, so I want to bring more joy and not only streamline it, but bring more joy into the process. Like I want people to enjoy it, joy, enjoy it and succeed. So that's what Author Nation is all about. And where do they go to get more information if they're interested? Absolutely. AuthorNationTube.com, AuthorNationTube, T-U-B-E.com. Go there, go on the join page and check it out and uh, book an appointment with me and let's talk through it and see if it fits for you. All right. Well, super. So we'll make sure that's in the show notes down below. So before we wrap her up today, Melody, and and any final words of wisdom for the aspiring speaker slash author? Absolutely. Look, you know, if you think you have it in you, you probably do. And, and if you don't have all of it, there are ways that you can get it right. So Brett, you know, go to Brett, if you're, if you're uncomfortable and not sure about speaking, there are people in the world who will help you become a better speaker and succeed as a speaker. And on the author side, you know, if it's something you want to do, you have what it takes. You just don't realize it. And you may be some tools you don't have. Go find someone like Author Nation, like me, to go help you with that. I mean, I'm a business owner and I don't succeed alone. I have mentors and coaches and and all of those tools. Mm -hmm. And so if this is something you really want, invest in yourself, invest in the journey and find the people along the way who will support your success and give you the tools, the mindset and the skills you need to actually succeed seed that's that's really the thing yeah and that is so true i mean you can go try to learn everything by the school of hard knocks but it's very painful and an expensive process so find somebody who's blazed the path before you and use them as a mentor and don't be afraid to invest in yourself so that you can shorten that learning curve and get greater success sooner rather than later so brett yeah i was gonna say brett you make a good point you say it's expensive but here's the thing. People are like, oh, but investing in coaches is, is expensive. I've learned that it's more expensive not to than it is to, right? And sorry, I just wanted to throw that in. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, no, thank you, Melody Ann. So this has been another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show. My sincere thanks to my guest, Melody Ann Owen, this week for her insights. And as always, I wish you the greatest success in all that you do. Please go to spotlightonspeaking.com and register there so you can be notified of upcoming episodes. 
as well as if you haven't been to brettridgeway.com, check it out over there. But uh, that'll be down in the show notes again below. So thank you so much for joining me. As always, the greatest success to you in all that you do. And may 2023 be your greatest year yet. Take care. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember to visit our website at SpotlightOnSpeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business.